This is the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Ashley. Together, we have been making money online collectively for over 10 years. Our mission is to help you start, learn, and grow a reselling business and to inspire you to turn your paycheck into a daycheck. The world is changing and we want to help you change with it. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Paycheck Today Check podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something a little bit different, but it's also kind of timely. Um, We just found out yesterday morning. So today is Tuesday, the 23rd. We found out yesterday, Monday morning, uh, first thing in the morning, actually at like 6.30 a.m. that our lease is up on August 1st. We knew that, but our landlord had emailed us back about something and he also let us know that so he's deployed right now he's in the army and he received his orders and he didn't know if he would be you know stationed somewhere else or if he'd be coming back to the area or basically what would be happening but he received his orders and they're coming back to the area so him and his family want to move back you know to their house (laughs) that they're renting to us uh we were really hoping that we would be able to stay here for another year obviously no one loves (laughs) moving it's really kind of stressful and chaotic especially when you're running a business out of your house So um, with that being said, you know, as soon as we got the news, we kind of started looking for new places and taking action. And I started thinking about the things that went well last time for us and the things that didn't go so well. And it's only been a year, well, less than a year right now. So it's still, (laughs) the chaos is still very fresh in my mind. And I wanted to kind of write down some tips and things that worked and didn't work to kind of get it out there so I can make sure that this time goes more smoothly. And as I was kind of thinking these thoughts through, I was like, well, this would make probably a pretty good podcast episode. Um, I don't know a lot of other resellers that have talked about moving as a reseller and like moving their entire business. Um, You know, so hopefully this is helpful to you guys if you ever have to move. If not, just sit back, relax and enjoy the chaos and the story and hopefully you can get something out of it. (laughs) The first thing that I would do differently this time, what I will do differently this time is I'm going to move my business to the new house first. Last time I only moved part of my inventory over like first thing. And then I was kind of taking other things over like as I could. And I only had my car at the time I had a WRX. So it only fit like so much. I could fit like two bins in the backseat at a time. They don't really fit in the trunk. So I'd fill the trunk with other stuff. Um, But it was way too chaotic if something sold because I was trying to figure out where the item was, which house it was at, where are my shipping supplies, Did I move my packing tape over yet? Like, where are my scissors? Just stuff like that. It was just too hard to find the item, find shipping supplies, and get stuff together in a timely manner. The second thing that I would do is just, in general, be more organized. I thought I was very organized last time. We had plenty of time. We knew we were moving. We found the house. And we had about, um, you know, two months notice. And like we had, I think about a month to actually move our stuff in. So we technically had plenty of time. Um, But I'll get into why our time kind of got cut short. But uh, basically, I plan on being more organized this time in a different way. I want to liquidate about 100 to 150 items. So that cuts down on the total amount of items that we have to move over. I have some stuff that I've been 
hanging on to longer than I, I should be hanging on to it, honestly. Um, so I just need to get out of here. And that will make Brian very happy that we don't have to move it at all. And I just ship it and get it out of here in some way. I haven't decided exactly how I'll liquidate it. I think I'm going to use Flip. Um, I might put some boxes together, like mystery boxes together. Um, I might do like some Instagram sale. I'm not really sure 100% on how I'm going to liquidate it, but just some thoughts I'm rolling around in my head. After that, I'm going to go through all of the bins. I store all my inventory in clear plastic bins that are lettered. I'll go through all of my bins and make sure that my inventory spreadsheet is updated so I know exactly what items are in which bins and which items, of course, I liquidated and are no longer available. The third thing that I would do differently is to be a little bit more strategic with my platforms and to have a better plan in place when it comes to Poshmark and eBay specifically. Last time, I didn't really give myself enough time of, of like time away, I guess I would say. I put my Poshmark closet on vacation for I think like three or four days when we were doing like the bulk of the move, but I had it open the entire rest of the time in my eBay store, I just extended my shipping time. I think I extended it out three days, which seems like a lot. But when you're going back and forth, we were doing a 40 minute um, like move. So when you're spending, you know, the first part of your day in one house and the rest of your day in the other house, then you have to go back to the, it's like a 40 minute drive back and forth. It just kind of like that drive took a lot out. And um, if I needed to find an item, I would have to go through, you know, and find the item and then pack it up and then find the post office closest to where I was. It just took a lot out of the day. So I think this time I will plan in advance, shutting everything down maybe for a whole week. In that case, if I do that, I will make sure that I have enough drafts available. So when I do come back from, you know, vacation or whatever, I will be able to publish listings consistently for the next like 10 to 15 days. So there's no lull in like publishing new listings, which would hopefully bump my, you know, my eBay store back up into the good graces of the eBay gods and, you know, the Poshmark mystery algorithm. Okay. So the reason why last time my plan sort of fell apart is, uh, all right. So the family had moved out and it was just the husband left. He was waiting here to be deployed. He was leaving from like our local airport. They were hiring a cleaning company to come in a few days after he finally left to clean the entire house. So we, Brian and I came into the house the day after the cleaning company was supposedly here and nothing was clean. Like they wiped down the kitchen counters and that was it. There was, there was dog hair everywhere. They had like three kids and you could tell there were three kids living in the house. I mean, it was, it was a mess. Honestly, it was a disaster. There was no way we could move in with it in the state that it was in. It was just kind of like gnarly. So I'm like, all right, we're just going to clean it ourselves. I'm not hiring another company you know, I, I want like, I want to make sure that it's done right this time. So we cleaned it ourselves and Brian works, you know, away from the house all day. So he would come and help like at night when he was done with work. So I was here for, it took me about a week to clean the entire house, top to bottom, all the rooms. It's like 3000 square feet. It's a lot of work, you know, like windows, walls. I mean, everything had to be done. And the family had moved out about a month before that. So it had been empty on and off for about a month there. I mean, there were cobwebs and some spiders here and there like that. Sorry, that's got to go. It's got to go. 
before we move in. So that kind of put the kiboshes on the plan that I had in place to slowly and uh, methodically move my business over and my inventory and then move our personal stuff. It just sort of shot that plan to smithereens. So this time I'm going to make sure that there's a better plan in place and that we have, you know, something solidified if the place needs to be cleaned or if something needs to be repaired for that matter, it's done well in advance of us needing to like move in. When you moved the first time, about how many items did you have compared to like this time when you have to move? Oh gosh. Um, I would say I probably have now... I probably have like two to 300 more items now than I did last time. So it's probably increased by 15 to 20%. So you will have to be moving a lot more than you did the last time. Correct. Yeah. So that's why I'm hoping to sort of cut down like 100 to 150 items. It'll look better. (laughs) Uh, And that'll get like some of like the inventory that's been stagnant or that I haven't listed or something, you know, that needs work done to it. Like for instance, I have this pair of cowboy boots that I bought. They're good, like genuine leather, like they're gorgeous cowboy boots. There's no size on them. I don't know what to do with them. I bought them for like two bucks. I don't know what to do with them. I'm not going to measure them and hope that I'm just, I'm just not going to do that. So I'm trying like things like that. I have a lot of stuff like that where they're good quality items, but there's like, you know, the name brand is missing the tag or there's no size or something of that nature. So I need to figure out a plan on what I'm going to do with those items. And I just took two huge garbage bags yesterday of stuff that it just wasn't going to happen for those items. And I just redonated them. So, you know, those cowboy boots, they might end up getting redonated as well. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But you can always maybe do a garage sale too, if you have enough stuff kind of get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. We were thinking about that as well. The only problem with doing a garage sale where we are, like our driveway isn't really conducive for people like pulling in and parking um, the way like the yard is set up and stuff. So we're thinking about it, but we did over the weekend, we found this place. that's like kind of at the end of our road. We've driven by it a million times. It's this little um, historic schoolhouse that the fire, the ladies auxiliary and the fire department, the local fire department, they kind of take care of this building now. Um, And it's like their little community center. They rent it out for $150 a day. And it has like a full bathroom, a full kitchen. Like it's pretty cool. Honestly, they were having a little like yard sale there. And they had a couple of different people come in and set up tables and they were selling their own, you know, items. So I was thinking I could maybe rent it for 150 bucks, maybe find another local reseller that wants to go in on it with me and just do like a pop-up sale or something of that nature and really advertise, you know, the heck out of it, like a liquidation sale or something and blow out a ton of inventory that way. So that's kind of also on my radar. So just a couple things that worked well for me last time. I mentioned before that I have my inventory stored in bins. They are lettered. So that way I can start at like letter A and move over like the first part of the alphabet. And so I know that like A through F is already at the new house. And that way I can keep track of my, you know, on my inventory spreadsheet, if something sells in bin E, for example, I know that it's already at the new house or you know if the bin is here then I, I can more easily keep track of it that way 
Last time I also updated my shipping address right away, which was helpful. I don't really know why I thought of that. Honestly, like that's something with the way that my personality is set up, I probably would have procrastinated doing, but I, uh, I did it right away. And that was also helpful because our post offices, you know, were like, like I said, 40, 45 minutes apart, you know, if something sold and then the buyer needed to return it, like, you know, the correct address, I'm sure there's probably a way that you can edit your address after the fact, but at least the correct address is on the label and set up that way in my account. So that is one thing that I I did right last time. I also had a plan for where I wanted everything to go in the new house, like my shipping supplies, like a a printing setup station, uh, my inventory, photo area, etc. Um, when we moved into this house last time, Liz and I were just about to launch the podcast. I think we launched it like four or five days after we moved into this house. So it was like extra chaotic. So at least like now the podcast is established. Liz and I can be prepared for what is to come. You know, we both have trips planned this summer um, and now a move. Yay. And we'll be able to be better prepared this year with like pre-recorded episodes that we can publish. So then, you know, our listeners are not going without, but it was nice to be able to have like a dedicated area set up. Um, if my plan had gone perfectly last time with, you know, no cleaning issues, then it would have been more organized. But, um, this time, you know, I'm learning from my mistakes from last time and this time it won't be as chaotic, hopefully. So I want to share a couple of our moving experiences because I, I, I always say every time we move, I'm like, I am never moving again. So <laughs> right now I'm in the mindset where I don't want to ever move again. But when we first started reselling, we had a five bedroom house in Tempe. We had the lettered bin system, but we were downsizing and selling everything to then full-time RV. So that was kind of a different experience where, you know, I was liquidating stuff. We were having garage sales just to try to get rid of all the inventory because we were dependent on how many bins we could keep was the space that we had on the RV. And at the time we had just a 29 foot bumper pull. So we could only fit two to four bins of, of items of inventory. We were forced to get rid of stuff. So I think that really helped us liquidate stuff because we knew we couldn't take it with. So there were some things that in the end, we didn't sell at the garage sale. We just had to just get rid of, we had to donate or put free. A lot of people came and picked up some free stuff. So that was a a unique experience. Then when we moved into our first house, when we put down roots again, we had a three bedroom, two bath house, two car garage, and then it didn't take us long to get a lot of inventory. Then we bought this house that we're in and we were going to fully renovate it. So we were going to stay in the outbuilding and it was going to be kind of a smooth transition But then we found somebody to rent our house that we couldn't pass up on. It was actually our neighbor across the street. His dad ended up running our house and he needed to move in like within the month. So we were like forced to like move everything out into this house. And at the time we had no organization. Like we literally like Casey was putting, we were trying to move out so quickly that he was just throwing stuff in garbage bags and just dragging it to the new house. I think that was not the right thing to do. Like, I like that what you're going to do, like move everything over at first, organize it. But we were just in the position where we were on a time crunch, we needed to get out of there. So we threw everything in the outbuilding. And yes, it was 1200 square feet. But I couldn't find hardly anything. I mean, think about it, we lost a sewing machine. Like, how do you lose a sewing machine? We still haven't found it. It's got to be donated at Goodwill. It's already donated and sold. 
But yeah, that was pretty chaotic. So I would say if anyone's listening and you have to move, I definitely like that approach of moving your inventory first, getting that organized. Because if you start moving other things, then your inventory is just going to kind of get lost with everything else that you're moving. And then you're just creating a lot more stress on yourself. And you really want to move your inventory as fast as you can so you can open up your store back up or, you know, take the vacation settings off and start selling stuff. Yeah, I agree. And also for me anyways, when not having my inventory completely all moved over first, it sort of took a backseat to everything else that was going on. So then it got pushed back further and further and further. And I was doing more things for the house and our our personal stuff. And I, I didn't want it to go that way. You know what I mean? I had a plan. Like I said, it fell apart. So this time I'm going to make sure that it goes the way that I want it to go. Um, if even if I have to, you know, I have a, a bigger vehicle now, so I should be able to take more bins over at one time. Plus, we're hoping to stay like right in this in this area. So it should, you know, be easier to move things back and forth. So yeah, hopefully it goes a lot smoother this time. We'll maybe do an update episode if we if we have any good stories to tell or information or you know, tips that we want to share with you guys. But so if you've ever moved your reselling business from one house to another house or maybe to an office space or a warehouse or something like that, and you have any good tips that work for you or things that you know other resellers should avoid, definitely let us know. If you're watching on YouTube, leave them in the comments down below. If you're listening on the podcast, hi, thank you so much for listening. Send us what your tips are or things to definitely avoid on our Instagram, and we will be happy to share them with our community. All right, guys, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Paycheck to Daycheck Reselling Podcast. Anything we mentioned in this episode will be linked down below in the show notes or description down below. Be sure to share this episode with anyone you think it will help and follow us on social media at P2D Podcast. Thanks again for listening. Keep working towards that day check.